Hi everyone, this is Megan Van Petten. And this is Lindsay Potts. You're listening to the Esports Next podcast. Here, we will highlight the fantastic guests and speakers of the Esports Next conference. Esports Next 2022 is presented by Morgan Stanley and is located in Sweet Home, Chicago. Don't forget to register to secure your spot at the conference and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to this episode of Esports Next Podcast, the official podcast of Esports Next Conference. I'm Megan Van Petten, and I'm joined with my friend and co-host, Lindsay Bostapos. <laughs> That's me. This episode, we are delighted to welcome Jeff Palumbo, who is Global Esports and Career and Technical Manager at Lenovo. Jeff, welcome to the show. To start, please explain what that title means. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so I wear a couple hats at Lenovo. Uh, ends up that I have over a decade of experience in the games and esports industries. Uh, obviously, esports really coming around over the last five years. But in general, um, I do a couple things. I'm building out the services and solutions for Lenovo when it comes to esports um, in education. So what do schools actually need to succeed? So product's the easy part, right? It's really how do you create a space? How does it is engaging? How do you make it diverse? Um, how do what does success mean? So I kind of act as a consultant to a lot of K through 12s and higher eds in order to kind of get their programs up and running. And then we have all the solutions that help them like a GG circuit or something like that to help them um, run their program, make it some more simplistic. And then CTE is career and technical education. So in K through 12 specifically in the United States, it's very much a hands-on learning technique. Um, it used to be only for, you know, carpentry and plumbing and auto and being a mechanic. But now we're really seeing it kind of overlap into esports um, because there's broadcasting and journalism and event production um, and uh, streaming production and all these really useful tools that kids can get hands on early and really become proficient even before they hit college they're getting internships and things of that nature even before they hit college um, and then i act as our internal consultant and subject matter expert so you know kind of nerdy all the way around I suppose. <laughs> oh my gosh how did you get into this <clears throat> well i've been with lenovo for about nine years um, before I got to Lenovo, uh, amazingly enough, I was actually getting my MBA from Syracuse and at Syracuse, I'm like, I want to get into gaming. And they're like, are you insane? They're like, this is like an entrepreneur finance accounting like type program. And I went into innovation management. Uh, I got picked up by the escapist magazine out of, out of school. I was their marketing and branding kind of manager, kind of helped build up their brand. Um, Lenovo picked me up as they got sold. And then a couple of years into Lenovo, finding out, I kind of knew what I was doing. They're like, we want you to launch our gaming division. And I was like, that's awesome. So I got to launch Lenovo gaming, which is now Lenovo Legion. Um, uh, stayed as their engagement manager or strategist for about three and a half, four years, uh, left for a little bit, uh, came back and then they're like, Hey, we have sales. We have schools reaching out to sales reps, asking about esports. We don't know what's going on. Can you build a second global brand? And I'm like, sure. So we Lenovo esports is born, um, ended up, which is a commercial side of things. And, um, really what my thought to them was, I said, listen, I'll, I'll take this, but I really want it to be about success. I want it to be about how, how diverse it is because in esports, the greatest thing about it is it doesn't matter if you're male or female, what color your skin is, who you pray to, what your sexual orientation is, or even if you have a disability, as soon as you hit the keyboard and mouse or the controller, you're really all the same. 
and I see it as one of the greatest upcoming diverse programs that will be at every school, every college, every university, every K through 12 in the next five years um, in some in some fashion. And if we can do that and get all these kids kind of going, not being trolls on the Internet and teaching people how to treat to treat each other, but allowing that competitive piece along with the career piece that doesn't have to be just a competitive gamer. That is really what makes me passionate about it. And they saw that passion. They're like, yes, go do it. Lenovo being 100% behind that diversity platform, making sure that even internally we're diverse. They said it matched a lot of what they thought of as a company. And they're just like, go do it. And I'm like, that's amazing. So to have a kind of support from that kind of company is just Fantastic. Definitely want to get more into uh, the work you've done with branding and all of the inclusivity questions later. But for now, I want to start with talking about what you're going to be doing at eSports Next. So tell me about what contribution you're making at the conference. So I am super excited. Um, I have I have not seen my friends that are on the panel in years because of COVID, which is great. So I'm actually hosting a panel which is called Scholastic Esports. It's on the 23rd from 9:15 till 10 a.m. Uh, in Chicago. And what I actually have four people on the panel. Three of them are actually people I've known for years as colleagues, and one is new, but I've spoken to him via email. Um, so we have Dr. Dr. Kat Atkins, who is amazing at SHI. Um, we have Michael Brooks, who is over at NACE, uh, he, and he's fantastic. And then we have Gerald Solomon, who is at NACEF. And then we have Jarrell. Uh, Bat, I think the, I, I'm going to botch his last name and he's going to be really upset. Batek um, from NASEF as well. So every, I know everybody except for Jarrell. He's new. But what we're really going to jump into is what does Scholastic Esports look like? And where is that overlap in career perspective as well as where's the where is the money coming from? Like, what are we really wanting to teach students? What are students looking for? And what are the opportunities? Um, and the good thing is, you know, Dr. Kat is actually at, at a, uh, a reseller, one of our partners um, over here at Lenovo, and she has that really great business background of what schools are looking for. Gerald has actually designed an entire infrastructure of curriculum and a league. And from a K through 12 perspective, where Michael has designed an entire and what most people would say is the premier league for college in esports. So it, it really is going to be a great mix of people and bringing in their own individual perceptions and what scholastics and what, see if we can create what that real big bubble actually looks like. And I'm really excited about it. And I they get they have to talk to me like I'm the moderator. I get the easy job. I just have to ask the questions. Yeah. Um what a panel i i i, I know cat dr cat she's amazing and um and yeah you, you thank you so much for doing that and, and i think it's so interesting you have such a great past of professional work so you bring such a 360 degree look to programs um i don't want to tell you what my hands-on program were offered when i was in high school but I, I i was just thinking to myself what was the worst of the three and it was like well i guess i will tell you it was like wood yeah. shop sewing or cooking and i honestly i took sewing and i don't sew still but no, nonetheless so i broadcasting 
all of these, all of these, you know, really great, you know, um, Pat, you know, you worked at a radio station and you have the voice. I just, I knew it when you, when you came on board. Um, so tell us what kind of trends are you seeing? What did y'all get together and talk about? What, what's a sneak peek of what we can look forward to hearing at the, at the conference? Well, you know, you're hearing it first because I have actually reached out to uh, all my colleagues that are on this panel and they're so busy. We haven't been able to get together, so I haven't been able to set up softballs for them. So I'm throwing <laughs> fastballs like you're, you're really going to you're going to see them, Did you know, be like, oh, damn, that was that's Sunday. a question right there. <laughs> that's right. That's that's right. So, you know, I think a lot of the trends we're going to get into are how have things changed in the last three years? So post COVID or pre COVID. COVID and then what are we seeing now? I know what I'm seeing. Again, I to your point, Megan, I kinda I kind of cross lines. I, I do consumer, I do commercial, I do community, I'm kinda in the mix on on all those things. So I'm kind of seeing it all at different levels. And I'm a I'm global at Lenovo. So I work with the United States team and the Canada team and then the European teams because each country in Europe is different and then Asia Pacific and then so you know um, South Korea is different than what you'd see in Australia. So I get to kind of see a a very high level view of all of it where i think where we're going to dig in with our panelists is what are you seeing now how have things changed and what should we not only be alerted to but what should we push to have changed we're, we're really in a space in esports that it is so brand new and even though the professional esports industry is worth about 1.6 1.5 1.6 billion dollars depending on, on what report you see the education space really doesn't have that revenue push because it's all based on a lot of it's based on content and it's based on advertising dollars and support um, sponsorship dollars. How do we cr help create that infrastructure for schools and colleges? What do we want to teach kids outside of broadcasting and things of that nature on, hey, good luck, have fun, you know, treat everybody with respect. What is how do we prep them to be the next professionals because right now you know out of the inside the people that you actually have at your conference the industry is really small like the the esports industry as a whole is very big but the professionals inside of it you can probably fit in a small room at a conference because there's not a lot of us with that gaming and esports experience as it kind of came up but what you're going to see is these these young adults and these students now that are 15, 16 are getting internships doing the same things that professional esports programs do. So by the time that they're 24, they have six years of professional experience. And I think what we need to do as professionals in the space is set them up for that success. How do we get them there? And you know, one of my biggest things and Lenovo is again, hundred percent behind me is it shouldn't matter if you are you come from something that is low income and you don't have all the opportunities that some students have or if you come from something that's high income and you have every opportunity a keyboard a mouse and a computer that can run some sort of gaming infrastructure at a school should allow every student everywhere to potentially become the best part of themselves if they want to be in esports and that is what we're passionate about. And that is what I want to talk about as part Which of this will panel. will be so fun. And I'm sure we'll get into this question that I have for you, but I would love to kind of get your opinion. Are you, with what you're doing at Lenovo, which is which is a global brand, which is a large, a, a, a big firm that so many people are familiar with, are you thinking about esports and getting them into higher education and that kind of 
big national international way or are you thinking about maybe more bespoke solutions for different areas like for example a high school in chicago is going to look a lot different than a college in new york um, how are you kind of balancing all of the different needs of the different populations that you're serving great question and a very difficult answer I'm going fast, um, I'll let you so first. every school <laughs> I know. I, I like it. I, I'm going to bring that one. To, I'm going to bring that one to Dr. Kat and see what she does with it. Um, you know, I think what we're trying to really do is to start from a custom perspective. Um, you know, I've been tra training sales representatives and channel partners um, globally as to how to approach schools. And really, a lot of our competitors, I'm not going to name any of them. You probably know who they are. When we kind of talk about esports, it's okay products last it's easy what games are you playing that's the pc you kind of get how long do you want it to last you can upgrade you're done the harder part is what does success look like at your school and that's where the sales representatives and um, the solutions experts that we have around the globe and our channel partners kind of really want to dig in because even if it's six pcs and two consoles or 60 pcs and 12 consoles the goals, if you if you don't have the infrastructure set up and you don't have the support set up and know that you have to update your PCs every Tuesday and it takes a whole bunch of bandwidth if you're running, you know, 40 games on each PC, you know, do you want that automated? Um, do you need something that is, do you need graduate assistance to help? Do you need coaches? You know, all of these questions kind of come up. So at the moment, a lot of it is custom. However, every school that we work with, UNC Chapel Hill is a great example of one of our partner schools. We then take them and we say, this is what UNC Chapel Hill did. Will it work for one of the schools that we're working with next? How much do you want to overlap and, and what's different? And I think that helps to not only speed up the process, but it also works off of a, of successful model. And they can say, will this work for you? So it kind of speeds up that process. And that's what we do want. We, we don't want people having to spend months and months and months onboarding an esports program because they find it confusing. What we want is to try to simplify it as much as possible, knowing that, again, products kind of the easy part we have great PCs. That, that's awesome. Uh, you know, perfect. But it's the fact that we kind of bring this another this next level to make them successful, because if they're not, then a their their students really suffer. And that's the biggest part. Yeah, we probably won't get a sale again in the next two years when they refresh their space. Right. But the worst part is it's the kids that suffer and we don't want them to do that. We want them to succeed. So we kind of take our time and do it right. And then we do use those examples. And then, so Europe is completely different. You know, schools in, in the UK are completely different from a, a structure of layout and what they want them to learn. Um, and in say in Germany, they don't want esports at their schools, but they will actually have trans public transportation to get them to a land center in the city. And they all come together for an after school program. So it's just how, how do we work it? What does success look like? And then how can Lenovo and myself really support in making it successful? What, what little tweaks are custom that really set you apart from because they all compete against each other? Um, and I try not to get too much into that. I try to be very, you know, open to everything. But um, it's it, they're building blocks. Baby steps is what I tell everybody. You don't need to start huge. You just need to start. Wow. Who do you who do you and what do you look for for inspiration? Because your bar is so high and just what you're creating for me is an extremely inspiring. Um, you know, looking at everything that y'all are doing. Can you can you share a little bit about that? Well, I it's 
I read a lot. Um, you know, there's a lot of really great blog posts. There's also a lot of people in our space right now that are not good. Um, that there's a lot of young adults or people who see that esports can make money and they kind of bamboozle people that they speak with. And I see a lot of that happening right now. So I try to find out who they are as well. And I try to say not to go against them, not to raise a problem, but to say, hey, I hear people are saying this. This is incorrect. So if I go do go talk to a school or I talk to or I have a meeting at a conference or I'm on a panel, I can bring these things up and debunk them. I'm not going to call people out and be rude and, and things of, of that nature. That right. That's not me. Um, but I also try to look at what emerging tech is like. We're really esports is really the first piece of what could potentially be the biggest outside of soccer um, or football. If you're European and watching this, I don't want to upset you um, to have not only a massive fan base right now has 495 million mm -hmm. followers like fans in esports, but you're going to start seeing it get picked up on ESPN and CBS and ABC and NBC as soon as they learn how to really make money off of it and, and and uh, produce it. But I think the next phase and where I really find a lot of the same excitement is when you see students succeeding or when a school has a problem and they're like, Jeff, we have a special issue at this school. This is it. And I become mm -hmm. a problem solver because I know at the end of the day, it's helping to make something awesome, not only for the, the structure of the school for years to come, but also the students that are there. But then I also have amazing colleagues. Like I talk to Gerald and we talk about what's kind of coming up or I talked to Dr. Cat and I'm like, so what, what are you facing as SHI? What can we help with? What can I help with? Um, and then emerging tech, what is AR and VR going to look like in the near future with mixed reality? What is the metaverse going to jump into? How is crypto going to jump into all that? So I start nerding out across all those things. But if you, in my opinion, as somebody who tries to be this esports visionary and thought leader with Lenovo, it's my job to really do what has to be done now, but start really planning for what could be three to five years. Because if I can start helping schools understand what that matrix looks like, they might be able to design ahead of time and get their own three to five year scale. And then they're already set up and that's success in its own right. So that's kind of where I, I garner a lot of this and just seeing students succeed and schools succeed. Um, is just fantastic. You know, women in the space is skyrocketing. You know, we sponsor the game hers um, and, and I'm, I'm, we're a partner with them and they're fantastic. Um, we've done some stuff in North America with super gamer girl for the last couple of years, which is great. Um, we're just about to donate 220 PCs to a number of HBCUs um, to kind of help them get their esports started. Those are the things that are not, not yes does it cost lenovo money sure but is it it's not about the money it's about the fact that we as lenovo and me as a person are pushing the envelope to make sure that they that what we say about diversity is that everybody can succeed and we're make we have to be the company that's also saying we do it we're going to lead by example not do what i say don't do as i do we are going to say watch us see what we're doing replicate it please and let us know where else we well, can help out as a woman who runs a podcast specifically for women in the metaverse and crypto uh, and, and getting more awesome. into that we That's can why you're definitely the boss. nerd out together about those things <laughs> um but jeff as we wrap yes. up here where can people find you follow you follow the work you do at lenovo uh what should they be keeping up on from you 
Well, a lot of it is at Lenovo.com backslash esports. That's kind of the, the where we're, we're starting to do a bunch of webcasts that I'm on and we're going to post a bunch of videos. And um, again, these aren't videos of like buy our product. I don't think you're ever going to hear Lenovo at any space ever say buy Legion product or buy workstation product or buy our servers. It's more let us help mm. you through. We have that stuff. Let us know when you're ready let's make sure that all this infrastructure is ready first. And so we're going to have a bunch of webinars coming out for EDU, both for K through 12 and higher ed and, and ones that we consider to be mixed, like they could be either or. Um, and then we're going to be answering some of these questions of what's next. What does the next version of augmented reality look like in esports? And I have a wonderful colleague, Brian Moynihan, who actually handles all the AR VR. So, you know, we're like two nerds in a pod um, and, and we overlap, right? Because eventually they're all going to merge, but, you know, AR and VR in education, whether it be high K through 12, higher ed or in professional mm -hmm. is real that that is coming. So we're going to have videos about that and what we think. So we're really going to have more of the we'll have some of the hey, if you need networking, here is how you look at it. But we're also going to have here's what thought leadership looks like. And maybe we're going to pull you in and say, what does it look like in women in gaming? What are some of the struggles that you see? And what would you like people to know so that it is out there? And how do we, you know, do a lot of that stuff? Um, and then I'm just going to bother Megan. Like, I'm just I'm going to be like, hey, we're going to have you on the show to start talking oh, about well, all sorts of cool of stuff. Speaking of bothering me, um, this has been such a great show. You're never a bother. I'm going to have you on Esports Connected. And after the conference, Lindsay and I will be hosting you at the conference. Of course, you can be on her show. But can you do us the biggest favor and take us home with your, with the radio your voice? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. With the, the radio voice. Yeah. So just so everybody knows, I, I used to work in radio at Clear Channel back. I mean, back in the we're talking back in the day. I'd like to say that I'm not old, but I, I'm older. Let's just say that I'm experienced, um, seasoned, if you will. Um, and I used to do radio sales and stuff like that. But during promotions, I used to put on what they call the radio voice. So I will I will try to, to walk us out and give yeah. myself a little pitch. Um, let me know when you're ready. And again, it's Lindsay, been a Lindsay, I feel like we should do a countdown for this. So. Okay. You want to do a three, two, one? Yeah, let's, let's do a three, two, one together. Okay, ready? Yes. Okay. Three, three, two, two one. one. Join us for Esports Next in Chicago on August 21st from 23rd for the Cums game on the 21st. Remember to show up at my panel, Scholastic Esports, on the 23rd from 9.15 till 10. And a great number of panels that are there on the 23rd as well. Be there, come say hello, and make sure if you see Lindsay the Boss Poss or Megan Van Petten, you tell them how much good of a job they've done. We'll see you soon in Chicago, August 21st to 23rd. Perfect. <laughs> so wow. fun.